0: When you think about business competition, where are you focused? Your town, your state, across the country? You need to be concerned with competitors around the world. Welcome to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. Today, you'll hear about the mega trends in global business and how they affect your organization, as well as explore issues, solutions, and some amazing facts about business worldwide. Now, here is your host, Mahesh Joshi.
1: Welcome to Global Business with Mahesh We had a very interesting discussion in our last episode with Gaurav Rastogi from Silicon Valley about future of work. He had spoken on future of work in almost 17, 18 episodes uh, two years ago. And in last episode, we had a wonderful discussion, very enlightening, how future of work has suddenly showed up on our doorsteps with the impact of pandemic. Now today, uh, we are going to talk about what's happening around us. Pandemic, isolation, work from home, energy. How do we work with the first three to still keep the energy? How do we keep sane in such uncommon times? So Gaurav is the best guy to help us here and discuss about it. He is uh, artificial intelligence guy. He's got future of work expertise. And beyond that, he is also into yoga, meditation, and spirituality, thinking deeply, working deeply. Uh, it's all what he practices. So Gaurav Rastogi is a founder of Future of Work Startup, Digital, Digital.com, which he started after a long career in driving sales transformation at an $8 billion software services company. He is the author of two business books and working on a newsletter focused on personal reinvention. He believes that the future is about continuous reinvention, that the future of work will have distributed workforces shared with other companies as employees will mix work and learning in quick cycles. Computers were once people too, he says, and believes that much of what we currently dislike about work, it's repetitiveness and lack of satisfaction will be done by computers and artificial intelligence. There is another side to Gaurav that makes him interesting. He is also Akras Gorakh. His spiritual name and he is the founder of a non-profit Living Deeply Foundation that promotes healthy living through meditation and yoga. Videos of his interesting talks, very enlightening, can be found online at livingdeeply.yoga welcome gaurav hello
2: Mahesh it's good to be back
1: and gaurav what's happening is uh, things are changing every day (laughs) which used to uh, change over a long period of time uh, with the pandemic Uh, everything is uh, changing uh, a lot of uncertainty in in every day what you do and what to expect tomorrow so what do you suggest in in such a situation where a lot of people are in lockdown, so they're isolated with the same people, cannot go socialize with their co-workers, they're all working from home, they're connected to, through uh, electronic media. Where do you get the energy? How do you get focused? And how do you succeed in the current situation to, if you're a business leader to lead, if you're an individual, even a business leader is an individual, how do you manage yourself to be successful in such times?
2: Hi, Maj. And uh, so you're in Houston, I'm out here in Silicon Valley, but today's conversation is about energy, but not the type that you make in Houston, but the type that that everyone uh, seeks within, personal energy. Now, uh, just near San Francisco, there's a place where uh, there's a shipwreck. It's a famous shipwreck. And uh, when the tide runs out, uh, you're able to see the entire shipwreck. And when, of course, the tide, even it's high tide, you can't see the shipwreck at all. Something like that has happened to our personal and professional lives, which is to say the tide has gone out and all the wrecks are visible at one go. What are those wrecks? So here's what's going on. You say everything has changed, but... Everything looks the same in the lockdown right? There is no set schedule. You wake up You're on a call you go from one call to another to another until you're dead or asleep whichever comes first you um, Don't have a commute. So there is no nothing that bookends Your day and separates your personal and professional You don't have contact with people because there's social isolation at work You have no clarity about what's happening in the world because, well, you're sitting in your four doors and things seem to be falling apart. There is no certainty. One day the market is up, the next day it's crashed, and the next day it's probably crashed again. Who knows? There is no outdoors. You're not able to go outdoors because somebody might sneeze at you. And there is no variety in the work that we do. It's the sameness from moment to moment, hour to hour, days to days, now week after week no variety this lack of connection this lack of tapping into an energy source is a surefire recipe for burnout and that is the challenge that executives have had to deal with forever these wrecks were not wrecked by the low tide these wrecks have always been here people have been burnout candidates forever it just wasn't visible why they were burning out. But now everything is available in plain sight because you can see this lack of connection, this lack of variety, this lack of routine, this lack of uh, bookending uh, your day, this lack of tapping into a personal and spiritual energy source. All of these things are have been perennial problems. But now they're visible in very stark contrast. And the good news is we can now do something about it.
1: That's amazing, very well said and uh, I, I like your analogy of the shipwreck. <coughs> Basically we were carrying in a way uh, all this stuff with us but it's not visible because you're busy with something and the environment was covering it. So now in, in current situation where a lot of people draw, uh, they, they, they are master of harnessing social energy. You know, how to leverage it. You know, most of the people but, you know, they would like to work with people, they would like to talk to people, they're part of a society. <laughs> and now, suddenly, you're part of the society but forced to not interact in person. It could be on electronic media. How, how should one discipline himself or herself to still keep working with that efficiency and keep the thought process alive or maybe improve upon it?
2: Yeah. Um. There are some very simple rules that I'm going to, this is, you know, all our conversations, usually I'm talking from the future of work or AI side, but today I'm putting my my yogi hat on or my yogi uh, clothes on and and talking from that angle. And the reason for that is this is the realm of the spiritual. This is the realm of discipline, personal discipline. And um, nowhere has this been explored at great length in a systematic manner, other than the tradition of yoga. So I'll, I'll pull into that and I'll come out with a few simple recipes that all of us can, can practice and it's easy to take on. I will talk about building a routine, including a posture routine, an asana practice. I will talk about energy, sources of energy and how to tap into more energy. I will talk about meditation because uh as you will see this lack of uh, of break in in your daily schedule is creating a mind filled with clutter so we will talk about meditation and we will talk about your belief system even though it is not fashionable to talk about a belief system and is quite sort of super um, entity god you might call him Or the universe, if you're spiritual but not religious. It doesn't matter what name you call it. It doesn't matter if it's not popular. I'm still going to talk about it because it is important. So let's begin with the routine first. Um, We are creatures of habit. And if if you're familiar with Taoism in China, I won't get into it too much. But the broad principle is that you can't do the same thing for too long. Fatigue sets in. Your energy levels drop and your payoff from that activity drops. There is nothing that you can do in this material world that you can continue doing forever. You name the highest of activities and you can't do it forever. You like food, you can't have food all the time. You like sweet food, you can't have sweet food all the time. You're going to start hating it. After a while, you, you like, uh, you know, other sorts of, uh, you know, human interaction. You can't have it all the time. And even if you did, you wouldn't want it. That's the problem, which is you got to have variety. You have to have highs and lows. You've got to have intense activities and, and, and long periods of break. All of these are, this is not just human. This is how nature works. Uh, all of nature works in the same principle. So you have to build a routine that gets you in and out, in and out, and you've built a habit, and your ecosystem of tools and and uh, people around you allow you to engage with them with this routine. Now, when you're working from home, uh, it is easy to, to think that you're maximizing your work by getting out of bed and getting onto a call, and then... Eventually, by the end of the day, 15 hours later, getting out of your calls and probably dozing off in your bed. That sounds like a great thing. It sounds like this is how Elon Musk got rich by sleeping under his table, as he tweeted a few years ago. But the truth is, it's just not practical. You can't do it forever. Your energy payoffs are low, as I told you earlier, and your creativity, your ability to influence people, your ability to to even have coherent thoughts with yourself tends to zero very quickly. And at that point, uh, you're milking, um, um, you know, not a male cow. You're milking a male cow, basically, <laughs> or a bull, which yeah. is to say there's, there's no nothing there. You're not going to get much out of yourself if you don't have a routine. So building a routine is very important. Build breaks into your day build breaks around your posture practice. Why asana practice? One, it's addictive. You do it. You really like it. Go to a yoga studio if you can. Or uh, I've been doing this. You know, uh, my, you know I, we have a core of volunteers, about 20 yoga teachers. We do free online yoga classes, six a day. And we've done about 112 classes in three weeks, a little over three weeks. This morning, about five hours ago, Um, I woke up to deliver a free yoga class to my community. And so, so yeah, you could do yoga during the pandemic. Sit at home, do yoga. Uh, There's so many great resources available. Uh, So why it helps you is, one, it helps you take a break from work. Two, it helps you improve your posture. And your posture, you may not be aware of it, directly impacts your mood. How? Because if you slouch, you'll feel it. You're going to feel bad about yourself and your state of life. So if you have a, you know, a correct, the right posture, you're going to feel good about yourself. That goodness will come through in your ideas, in your work, in your voice, in your emails. It will emanate in all directions. So have a routine. Take continuous breaks, whether to do yoga or pranayama, which is breathing practice, or meditation, which I will cover later, or just talking to people. Other than work, find a way to connect, and I will cover that as well. So, the first thing is you can't uh, fall into the trap of monotony, you cannot fall into the trap of trying to maximize for one activity and one activity alone because it's not going to work. Oh, wonderful. But, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, but I was saying you can't, uh, you, you you have to have active and passive activities, but you cannot have passive activities as your foil, as your counterparty to a lot of activity. What I mean by that is consuming a lot of food and being in a stupor or binge watching television. I wouldn't recommend that because they're passive consumption. And the problem with passive consumption is your energy payoff is low. You're not going to get the energy from watching TV, you're only going to watch more TV. It's the same, and I'll come to energy vampires, but it's the same with social media crawling. You're not going to get your energy payoff, which is net negative. If you're a performance maximizer, you're not going to enjoy um, slouching. So find uh, a, an active engagement which allows you to take a break from work and gives you a net payoff of energy. With that, I'll, we'll go to the break, I suppose, you what you're saying.
1: Oh, Thank you so much. But one thing I must tell you, listening to you, I changed my posture. And uh, <laughs> seriously, I was slouching. And uh, just by sitting straight, I'm feeling much better. So here is the first-time feedback to you. We will continue <laughs> our discussion after a short break.
3: For the past two years, Global Business with Mahesh Joshi has been a top-rated program on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, with its popularity growing, he has converted many of the concepts discussed on the show into an easy-to-read book from Oxford University Press, one of the top publishers in the world. Place your order for the book, Global Business, at mkjgb.com. Act now, and as a special offer, you'll receive a signed copy of the book by the author, Mahesh Joshi.
0: This is Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. To reach the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's worldwide access to 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to maheshjoshi.82 at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. And I have with me Gaurav from uh, Silicon Valley. And we are talking about how do you manage in current times when your pandemic and your work environment has changed, your social habits have been forced to change, that how important it is to have the right routine uh, to maintain your balance. Uh, What else you think we should be careful to plan our day and perform to our optimum efficiency?
2: Sure. The next thing I think people should take up while uh, they're at home and they're safely sheltered is to learn to meditate. If you're a professional human being who is interested in performing well in their careers and staying employed, you have to learn to meditate. There is no other way.
1: But no, why you should you meditate? So that's what gives you the focus probably, eh? that's exactly right
2: now here's the deal where we're you know we're multitasking junkies all of us are mm-hmm. and uh, we feel that we can do a lot of things at the same time but it is not true Re- you know study after study has proven that more importantly especially as you're working from home you'll realize that you start a, a, a call then you go to another thing and because there is a lack of breaks between work you're not taking a coffee break you're not commuting you're not talking to your colleagues down the hall all you're doing is you're just doing one thing after another it's the same thing in this situation what happens is it's called uh, uh, attention residue and so assume that you have 100 units of attention at the beginning of the day as soon as you come in you've started to look you wake up and you start looking at your social media feed on your phone because that's what you do um, your attention has already come down maybe but 10 units, 20 units, and because you're still tracking the stock market, your attention is stuck to whatever that thing was. Now you're remaining with, say, 80 units. You join your first call, and you spend 30 units worth of attention on it. You're down to 50 units. You haven't wiped it clear from your mind. You're on to the next thing. You're beginning with 50 units, and you're working your way down. And by 10 o'clock in the morning, you're already working at 20%, 10% of your mental capacity because your brain is clogged with all manner of nonsense from earlier in the day. And for the rest of the day, you're working with a very low attention. You have low attention span. You have a low ability to comprehend complexities. You can handle only a few things at one time. And you're unable to process things deeper than a surface level so the noise in your head the voices in your head are going to be prominent and the thing that that's in your heart the the intuition the uh, uh, the clarity that you need all of that is clutter below the surface and you have no access to it anymore because you're fully cluttered up so learning to meditate allows you to cleanse your your uh, your consciousness so in the yoga system we call it Yoga Chitta Vritti Nirodha, which is Sanskrit for yoga, is the uh, cleansing, the uh, the uh, uh, the warping of the, the consciousness. So you're you're cleaning your consciousness, and you're you're coming back with a clean slate, so to speak. That is important for every professional because you're going to have to keep complex facts in your head, not just what's being presented at this meeting, but what happened. 20 meetings ago, what happened in the company, what those variables are, all that complexity you've got to keep in your head and you have to then pay attention to each other, all of which requires attention. And right now you've sold your attention to to social media companies. We've talked about that in the Distraction Merchants episode we talked about. So learning to meditate is your superpower. It's your ability to reclaim power over your attention. And once you've reclaimed control over your attention, you can t- take it whichever direction you want. And learning to meditation, meditate doesn't just, well, it doesn't require you to, to leave your home and go to an ashram and stay there. You could do that and those are great things. If you have that choice, make it. But if you don't, it's still possible to, to learn to meditate. There are online courses, there are all manner of gadgets and uh, gizmos, uh, but really you could go to my SoundCloud feed, there are guided meditations that you can learn from and that can help you with 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, how much of a time you can take out. And, and learn to cleanse your mind. And also open your heart, which we will come to when we talk about the energy system. But learning to meditate is the takeaway. Learning to meditate is the most important thing you should learn, thing that you should learn as a working professional human. Because everything else, Computers are going to be better at doing. Machines are better than humans at lifting things. Computers are better uh, than humans at computing things. And they're becoming more and more adept at handling complex items, complex decisions. Where is the realm where humans can operate? Intuition, clarity, purpose, influencing, all of those things require the ability to have your attention and have everybody else's attention at your command. You can't do that if you don't know how to meditate.
1: I think that's very well said. Even if you look at machines, now, even computers, if you're using the same computer for too long, you have a lot of clutter in it. The efficiency of a computer even to serve you goes down. It's like cleaning the hard disk of your computer. So it is better to not have that clutter. And, And what I hear you say is that meditation helps you to do that. And at the same time, since now you're not working in a social environment which is at times forcing you to focus on certain things with people around you there is a topic and you have to be part of it Since you are together in the room not that everybody is normally but some organizations some people do very well be here now that you will do what you're going to do now and be here be in the present so that's uh, a lot of people uh, practice in the in the meetings and the meeting mechanics but if you look at how to get your mind focused, you need more of it now because oh, you, are, sure. you are not in a set setting where you will get focused on work. Nothing else is disturbing you because you are in an office environment or in a business meeting or something like that. So there's all the more reason that the arrows in your mind, if I call all the thought processes, these are arrows are going in many different directions. Now, how do you set them in one direction? So it is yes. like... You know, the way you raise the gutters in a bowling alley when you're learning, so you meditate so to keep your ball going straight towards the line pin. So how do you focus? So you're meditating to raise your gutters so that you're focusing in like in bowling to get the ball straight. Even if it's going to the side, it is pushing it back. No, stay in this lane.
2: Right so that, and that, yeah. Yeah. So the other thing I, I, I know we're against the time clock on the on the break, but here's the fun part we're almost always out of time. So because we're, we're used to racing, right? Executives, right? You and I are, are both uh, you know, business people. So we're executives. We're always racing for time. We're always short of time. But the one thing they taught me at the B school way back when in the negotiations class is time is your friend. And if the other guy is against the time clock, it's an advantage that you should take. Uh, there, take full advantage of. Because now the other person has a timeline. They're short on time. You have more time. If you're long on time and they're short it's your advantage it's the same thing with work if you're always short of time you're actually playing against yourself Mm -hmm. learning to meditate you actually create more time by by learning to meditate and you win more you actually play better games you play you work better uh, because of that so don't negotiate against yourself is what i would say
1: right right that's a good one and don't (laughs) overlook Uh, because you're overloading and you're not focused, which you can get done by meditation then you're trying to do a lot of things and accomplishing it times nothing Then it yes. becomes everything becomes in all in you work in progress, which is called unnecessary inventory. <laughs> you better yes. finish a task complete something and get it behind you Yes and, and, and in, 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 in equipment, in production systems, you will see if you're working on too many things, finishing nothing, it's a bad situation. The cash flow is stuck. Your work, working capital is stuck. You're not ship, shipping enough. Instead of that, whatever you have in hand, first finish it, ship it out of uh, your business, convert it into cash, and then bring the other stuff unless you have unlimited people. But you can't yeah, have no.
2: that. No, yeah. Yeah, no work in progress inventory should be kept in your mind.
1: Correct, 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 correct. Because mind also gets blocked down. Mind also gets uh, bogged down by working process. These thoughts are in your mind. You're trying to do too many things, not finishing anything. So first is, uh, I get your point. If you're meditating, you're getting focused. And then you're putting the right thoughts on the right job because you're on top of it. thinking about something. It allows you to solely think on it, finish it to the best, then move to the next Because now you have got a sense of achievement also. Yes, yes. And it is self-motivating. Then you go to the next one. But uh, thanks for pointing out uh, that in the world of distraction with social media and uh, unnecessary news, that itself is very distracting, even when the situation is normal. Now the situation is abnormal because of the pandemic. So the stress level in everybody's mind is magnified. It's first, your familiar work surrounding has been taken away from you. And mm-hmm. in, in a whiff, it has happened. You know, it's like somebody switched off. Yes. It's yeah. switching off. So strange thing to do. Suddenly you have to realize that all the utilities, everything, all the facilities around you, which were mm. required to do the work are not there. Now, how do you perform? So to yes. do that, you have to, what you, and you, uh, I'm picking a word from your past episode, you have to do deep thinking and you have to do deep work. Because yes. those resources will not be available to you till the time the lockdowns and work from home, those routines are gone. And those routines or uh, resources include other people also. So you don't have somebody forcing uh, your brain to think in one way because the whole team is pushing there. So now it is highest level of self-discipline even if you are with the same people in a meeting, uh, mm-hmm. it is virtual meetings or, or you are on on uh, IT-supported meetings, you got to be very clear in your thought. Now you have to practice it. And I think mm-hmm. that's where, as you said, the meditation can play a very, very vital role to cleanse your thoughts, get you focused, so you don't get distracted by more uh, reasons to get distracted now. Since you're working from home, than in an office environment, it is like self-discipline. Yeah, so, Yeah. Th- thank you for enlighting uh, enlightening, enlightening uh, us today and how meditation can get us focus uh, in in uh, unfamiliar surrounding of work. And that is not for a day or two; it is for several weeks, which is happening now. Yeah. So, God, we are going to take a short break, and we'll continue our discussions after the break
3: when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network For the past two years, Global Business with Mahesh Joshi has been a top-rated program on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, with its popularity growing, he has converted many of the concepts discussed on the show into an easy-to-read book from Oxford University Press, one of the top publishers in the world. Place your order for the book, global business at mkjgb.com act now and as a special offer you'll receive a signed copy of the book by the author mahesh joshi order today at mkjgb.com we're making it easier to listen to the voice america talk radio network live wherever you go on iphone blackberry or android download it from the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market
0: This is Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. To reach the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's worldwide access to 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to eighty two at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. You're having very enlightening uh, discussions with Garu Rastogi from Silicon Valley. a uh, great information uh, on uh, how do you work focused and be clear in your thought process and, and 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 totally aligned on the task when you're working from home or you're working from unfamiliar working uh, situations. I, I wouldn't say a home is unfamiliar, but now it's literally your office too. If you're not used to working from home, and you're used to Uh, social gatherings around you where people are working along with you and getting focused. So you talked about how to set a routine, how important Mm -hmm. it is. You did talk about meditation, how it can help in getting focused. Now, what do you think should be the next factor which we should keep in mind while working from home?
2: Let's talk about energy. And um, by energy, I'm referring to every definition of the word that you can imagine. Just the ability to move around is one type of energy. The ability to engage with thoughts and, uh, and is another type of energy. The ability to, um, to apply willpower to an activity is also a type of energy. And all of those sources, each of these sources of energy, uh, these are impacted while working from home. And you need to be, as an executive, you now now need to pay a lot of attention to energy. Why? Because all your work is not about lifting weights. It's not about uh, telling people what to do. It's about moving and influencing people by bending their inner gravity. And you can't do that if you don't understand the subtleties of energy. Now, what we end up doing is Uh, We talked about an exercise routine and a routine. You need net positive energy from the physical body. Your physical body must have the energy level. Then we talked about meditation because a lot of mental energy is spent in, in, you know, 80-90% of your capacity is spent on things that are not productive at the time. So you can get more mental energy by meditating. Now let's talk about spiritual energy. What I mean by spiritual energy is really the deepest source of energy that we have that keeps us going, that keeps us motivated. Motivated literally means the ability to to move. And what keeps us moving is this deeper spiritual energy, which we understand very little of in the ordinary uh, uh, day-to-day experience. The first thing is we are surrounded by vampires, not from Transylvania, but from Silicon Valley and from around the world, which is social media and negativity. The news cycle is designed to feed on our fear and greed. And in times of the pandemic, there's not much greed going on, so it's designed for fear. Every day, the danger is coming at you. The danger is coming at you today. The danger has come to your neighbor. The danger is inside your home. It's getting to your lungs. It's getting in your head. It's going to claw at you, this fear, because that's how the new cycle works. They can't get you those algorithms and those people behind them. They, they're designed to feed on our fears. And because, you know, we're only getting one stimulus, we take it. Uh, in the yoga system, there is a, a uh, it's not a jokey reference, but it's a semi-serious reference of a camel who likes to eat um, uh, thorny uh, thorny plants because he likes the taste of his own blood. So he eats it, his, you know, his tongue is lacerated he gets blood and he likes the taste of his own blood. And that's the thing that we're seeing where we're now feeding on our own fear because we've got used to it. And it's ridiculous. This drains our energy like nothing else. So we should... Learn to manage social media. Maybe in a different episode we'll talk about it, but it's designed for fear. The news cycle is designed for fear. Stay away from it. The world is collapsing, but not just yet. It's all right. You can relax. The other thing that we lose a lot of energy on is work avoidance, specifically avoiding the work that we know we have to do, but not just yet. So that takes up a lot of our energy because there's a cognitive load and a psychic load. We're sitting and thinking, okay, I have to do it, but I'm going to do it tomorrow, right? Now is not the time. And that avoidance is often costing more than just doing it. A good example of that in my personal life is for many years now, I, um, I take a cold shower. But I'm not like those Silicon Valley, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, supermen. I don't necessarily take a nice bath. I take a regular uh, bath, but I end up with the last minute with pure cold water. And this is first thing in the morning, right? What happens is it doesn't matter how many years you've done it. Every time you, I get into the shower, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to put the cold water, and I don't look forward to it. But then I know I have to do it because it's the law. I have to do it. So I do it. And I amazingly, and I'm sure of you've experienced it. Uh, if you've taken a ba- bath in one of the cold Himalayan rivers, as I know you have, you feel so much better coming out of it than going into it. Very true. And, and that's the thing with work avoidance. You feel so much better having done it than procrastinating because you know you've got to do it. So... Just get out of your uh, your seat and do it. These are energy hogs. They're sapping your energy. And what you need in life is sources of energy. Sources of physical energy, sources of mental energy, sources of willpower and spiritual energy. How are you going to get those? Because if you don't have it, you're running on fumes and you'll burn out. And when you burn out, well, you're just, you know, you're, you're not going to be very productive after that point. So why burn out? Why not tap into these sources of energy? And then I will talk to you about um, one, one source of energy which we're designed to tap into as human beings. But I'm amazed that no one teaches us in, in modern society, which, Mahesh, is the ability to serve other people. We're a social species. We're designed to live in packs and groups. And, and the way society works is you help each other and you get a payoff. Uh, a spiritual payoff by helping others. We are designed to serve each other, but most people live for themselves. And there is no structured way in the society to learn to serve. Some religious communities like the Mormons have a a program to teach their kids to learn to to serve and that everyone should do it. Because, uh, and I I run an institute uh, where we teach people to learn, we teach people to serve. And it's very important because people feel a new side of themselves. People feel better, not because they've they've been superior to another guy. That's not the point. The point is just we're designed to serve. And when we serve, we feel good about it. And that itself has a big energy payoff. It's a break from your routine, which we talked about. It is a connection with other people, which we talked about. It's the bulwark. It's the basis for society. So that connection. And the ability to serve other people gives you the ability to express yourself and experience a new side of you that you've never done before. So learning to serve can be a great and long-lasting
1: source of energy to yourself. That's a, that's a great point. Because uh, if you're serving, it is selfless, first of all. Yes. And, and that, uh, what I hear you say, is kind of gives an energy boost. That is exactly right, yeah. Yeah, so you can be drawing energy from various sources, you can do a number of things, but you get it to serve more to others. It could be colleagues, it could be your society, it could be your family, it could be anything. That is another feed to energy. That's great to know. So, uh, definitely in current times, with as you rightly said, with the negative news, news floating around, because yes, we are in the middle of a pandemic. So it's very, very important to keep pushing our energy levels high so we have energy as well as enthusiasm. So one way uh, of um, improving your energy levels, as you rightly said, uh, do not procrastinate, uh, which means Uh do not keep uh, creating, like uh, I would call it work in progress. It is making a list of what to do, but not even starting as a work in progress. So that's... uh, that's a drain on energy because that could be uh, literally making you think, yeah, listen, what am I doing? I need to start yes. it. Then we are again procrastinating. So get a kick. Uh, you know, reward yourself by finishing task. Yes. You know, the, the self-satisfaction you can get uh, by accomplishing. So one is accomplishment yes. by doing whatever you do. And... Um, I think the energy boost and a lot of enthusiasm can come from uh, the earlier segment you talked about, meditation. Mm -hmm. But because that is giving you a focus on something and is making you think clearly and that will allow you to achieve the success or completion of that task quickly. Yes, Uh and I'll come to that
2: in the next segment again, the same idea Uh about um, um, energy and 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 how to organize your mind and your
1: in your heart Okay, because that's very important that how do you organize so for now for 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 our current environment When most of us are not being able to be working out of our familiar uh, Situations rather or surroundings It is very important to have uh, First of all a clear routine and then you, you you use the right posture that is giving energy that is making you feel better and then to focus on that energy, do meditation, get some positive vibes from that, then keep finishing things and keep helping others. That's, that's yes. the energy level for you. And looks like if you do that, those guys will also contribute. Seeing you or your actions, they may also start contributing towards your success or helping you to get things done, or they may give some selfless service, and you may be the recipient in that case yes so it's all about creating that positive energy in in current times which is making you feel happy <laughs> you will get good chemicals released in your brain physically you will feel better because now you are doing exercise you are doing meditation and you are focused and you are uh, uh, driving uh, some self satisfaction by accomplishing something every day every hour through that routine so wonderful, uh, great discussion Gaurav, we will take a short break and uh, we'll continue our discussion in the next segment
3: When it comes to business you'll find the experts here Voice America Business Network For the past two years, Global Business with Mahesh Joshi has been a top-rated program on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, with its popularity growing, he has converted many of the concepts discussed on the show into an easy-to-read book from Oxford University Press, one of the top publishers in the world. Place your order for the book, Global Business, at mkjgb.com. Act now, and as a special offer, you'll receive a signed copy of the book by the author, Mahesh Joshi. Order today at MKJGB.com.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. This is Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. To reach the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's worldwide access to 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Joshi.82 at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. And uh, we are having very enlightening discussions. Uh, with Garavarastogi from Silicon Valley. Uh, we are talking about how to perform to your peak performance in the current times when you have pandemic around you. The work environment has changed. Most of us are working from home. The stress levels are very different beyond the work level. Also, there are some other levels of stresses which are joined in uh, distracting people or impacting people's psyche, mind, ability to work. So, uh, Gaurav, you you gave very good insight on how do we uh, continue and and keep our focus and get uh, results, performance through building a routine, uh, trying to do yoga to keep yourself uh, aligned and uh, keep building the positive energy in your mind how to uh, be operating and performing in the current environment. What else uh, we should look at?
2: All right. We should look at your belief system and having routines and practices uh, connected to your belief system, whether you're religious or irreligious, whether you're spiritual or not. uh, It should be clear to everyone that, uh, you know, in the 80s, there was this term about Wall Street people, that these are masters of the universe. But i think by now it should be pretty obvious that if the the leader of the sixth most uh, you know sixth largest country in the world is currently battling um, the, you know the pandemic in a intensive care unit that no one no human is a master of the universe right there are forces beyond our control that are much bigger much more complex than us that are at play and we are only essentially uh, you know, the forces are at play and we're at the margin of these forces only as experiencers of that interaction between those forces. Now, what that means is that you have to question your relationship with that source of every energy, with, that, uh, with whatever logic or uh, intuition drives the entire universe. Are you in sync with that? Or are you still thinking that you have some way to exercise your willpower over the universe? And the answer to that should be, I'm hoping, is that, uh, frankly, you have no control over anything. I think by now you should have realized. And if not, I encourage every listener to please raise their left hand, look at their left pinky nail, which is the most insignificant little thing that you could probably look at. And you please grow that half an inch for me while you're looking, uh, while we're talking. I'll give you till the end of the podcast. If you're able to grow it half an inch, you call me. We should uh, we should get on an episode together. But the answer is no, you cannot control even the growth of your pinky little nail on the left hand. So if you're thinking you're in control of the universe, then, well, your sense of delusion is probably more than you should have to be healthy. Now, why are we talking about it in a professional setting? The answer is you're losing a lot more energy trying to control the universe. And it's like being at the at the Vegas casino. The house always wins. Write it down and you save it somewhere. The house always wins at this casino. There is no way to win against the will of the universe. So why waste energy fighting what's going on? Why not spend your energy understanding what your role is in the scheme of things, is and executing to that. If you have a, a personal routine, if you have a meditation practice, if you have the ability to serve other people and become conscious of the energy playing through you, then you have arrived at this question, which is what is my place in this universe? How do I best service the cause that I'm here to serve? And in that, once you arrive at that question and that answer, you will find tremendous energy because then the entire energy system is working. Larger forces are working through you. And so your payoff for your work is higher. Your enjoyment of that is much higher. Your engagement is higher. And you get credit for things that you've merely participated in, but you happen to be around. Big things can be accomplished by Uh, By by recognizing that you're not the master of the universe and therefore you can subsume your will To the will of the universe whether you call that thing God or you call it something else. That's up to you but Every logical it doesn't matter if you're an atheist as long as you think the universe has logic you ask What is that logic? And what, what does that logic have to do with me and in this place and time? How can I serve that logic? That's all that is to be done. Because other than that, you're wasting your energy fighting, you're building a wall against a tsunami that is much larger than the wall by a wide margin. Your wall's not going to work. So energy wasted in building a wall or protecting yourself from the the vicissitudes of fortune not gonna work. It's never worked for anyone in the history of history. So, you have to go back to all these traditional systems. Again, go to your religion. I'm not asking you to, to come to mine. But go to your religion because those people know something about surrendering your ego. And find those practices and make them part of your daily routine. Why? Because once you get there, you realize that the larger forces are not antithetical they're not against you the nature of your relationship with the universe is not one of enmity a lot of people think so some religions think so more power to them i or less power to them in this case uh, but your relationship with the universe should not be one of enmity yours should be one of friendliness of love of connection and once you realize that that is the nature of your relationship with everything the source of your energy itself then uh, then your life is much more comfortable it doesn't matter if you're winning or losing that doesn't matter if you're successful or not successful so it doesn't matter but moment to moment you're letting that energy act through you and you're now you're not you're not wasting energy fruitlessly in preventing or protecting yourself from from what is Probably more likely to be helpful to you than not. So find those routines, bring them into your daily life.
1: Well, that's fantastic. So uh, that's very well said. That you can rely on whatever is your belief system to draw uh, discipline in uh, in your activities as well as draw some energy from it. Yes. So, uh, we are almost coming to the end of our program, Garo, today. So, very interesting discussion. I'll just quickly summarize, then I will uh, have your closing comments. Uh, you talked nicely about in uh, this little bit uncertain times, uncertain work environments, and things changing around us very quickly. What is the best way to manage yourself is uh, fix a routine, put the right posture in place, do some exercise, get yourself fit. Uh, and um, a lot, when you're doing exercise for body, do exercise for mind also. So you do exercise your mind by trying to get in, into meditation, so you can align your thought process. So you're exercising your mind as well as you're getting focused there. And then how do, you, how do you keep your energy up? By doing several things that you talked about, and finally draw power, energy, and whatever belief system you have to make it the most successful for you in the current uh, uncertain times. So, uh, God, have any closing comments from you? I would say, Mahesh,
2: that the tide is out and all the wreckage is visible. Take this time to fix this wreckage before the tide comes back in. And then, if you fixed your wreckage, you have a routine, you have a, um, a meditation habit, you have a belief system, you are tapping into energy. Once you fix the wreckage, Not only will you float, you'll actually do really well when the tide comes back in. And it will come back in, of course. The business will come back booming, economies will do well, but you'll be in much better shape at that time than you were going into it.
1: Wonderful. So it is more of organizing yourself uh, mentally, physically, in your habits. This is the perfect time to do that and use this opportunity to get into all those positive things, which when... Uh, getting the favorable environment after the situation changes uh, to um, uh, without those uncertain uncertainties or those uh, unnecessary pressures which are showing up and the surrounding impact, uh, we all will be able to do much better than uh, what we are doing before it. So thank you so much. Uh, great having you on the show. Thank you.
0: listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. We hope you'll tune in for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a good week.